Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's third Tuesday Go to Natchitoches show. And you should go to Natchitoches. It's one of the best cities on the planet. It is the oldest settlement in the state of Louisiana. And it was founded in 1714. Think about that. I mean, that's actually pre like the, you know, America being America. Like this is some old stuff going on. It's uh, actually an original French colony, and it is home to the Cane River Creole National Historical Park. That's how Nancy and I found it. And we're like, you know, doing our Love Your Parks tour. And we're like, hey, there's a historical park in Louisiana. We got to go. And we did. And now we just keep going back every year. And we love it, love it, love it. Um, I think we've been covering Natchitoches for almost 10 years. It is also part of the Cane River National Heritage Area because there's so much history Places like Melrose Plantation, even Cane River itself, which used to be the Red River, I believe. Arlene will fix me on my history on that. But so much history. They're part of Louisiana's no man's land, which at one point for three years, there was no one that was going to say what you could do. You could do whatever you wanted. Uh, She can also fill you in on that history a little bit better than me. But it's also the final destination on the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail. And that goes from Mexico all the way through Texas. Like, you know, Tejas is a big state and it lands in Natchitoches, which is also a royal, it's a royal road. It's amazing. And we've done parts of it. But today we're going to talk about October, uh, end of September fall events, because the one thing Natchitoches knows how to do, I know it's a city, but it really doesn't feel like one. It's, um, go downtown. It's historic. There's like a brick road. Uh, there's the wrought iron, there's Cane River Lake. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. They know how to party. I'm just saying. So I'm excited to bring back Arlene Gould on the show. She is the executive director of the Natchitoches Convention and Visitor Bureau, and you can go to Natchitoches.com. So here it is, N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. Did I do it right, Arlene? You did Welcome it back. right. Thank you, dear. Now hey. you always you always practice because I know it's a hard one for people to understand. It's not spelled the way it's pronounced. Uh so yep, N A T C H I T O C H E S Nakadish. Yep. It's a little Disneyland in there. And uh but this is but listen, I'm right, it's the Royal Road, right? El Camino Real uh, de los Tejas is a Royal yes. Road. Yep. Um this uh, is they- they also called it the King's Road, uh, you know, because back in the day, you know, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, all the way to Mexico, from Mexico City to Natchitoches. And, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, all the roads lead to Natchitoches, you know. Whether well, it's, it's- kind of interesting. I mean, when you think 1714, that's before the, the, I mean, that's before the Constitution. Like, that's before America, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it I mean, 1776, really, yeah. Yeah. So then you got to think, okay, now you're the no man's land. So law and order was out for three years, right? And well, um, Louisiana purchase happened in 1802 and then Louisiana became a state in 1812. So just imagine Natchitoches had been here 102 years before Louisiana became a state. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then it's so interesting how the war of 1812 connects to what's what happened with it being no men's land. And then even the Battle of New Orleans, right? There's that whole history of that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's a whole other show, though. And we, I, I, I will talk about the War of 1812 and the Battle of New Orleans forever. So I won't go there. But um, the history is deep, y'all. I'm just saying it is. Um, speaking of history, I believe the Civil Rights Trail is actually uh, you've got a monument that's part of the the Louisiana Civil Rights Trail that's um, actually being unveiled the day this show airs, which is that always is the correct. third Tuesday, everybody. So mark yep. that on your calendars. Yep. Yeah, our Lieutenant Governor, Billy Nungesser, will be here in Natchitoches to unveil the Louisiana Civil Rights Trail, another marker on this trail in Louisiana. And this one will be presented at the uh, new Texas and Pacific, well, it's not new, it's actually almost 100 years old, but it's the old Texas and Pacific Railway train depot here in Natchitoches in the historic district. It's been under renovation for the last, uh, probably going on two years, but it has been closed for almost 40 years. So they'll be unveiling a marker there to, um, you know, add to the Civil Rights Trail here in Louisiana. There's a lot of history and a lot of stories to be told. Uh, so that that's going to be exciting. And we're actually excited to have that new train depot because it will mark the it will be the new uh, visitor center for the National Park Service for the Cane River mm-hmm. Creole National Historical Park. We will have it where we'll have exhibits and it will be an official um, visitor center for the National Park Service here in Natchitoches. When does that look at opening? Do you think? Well, we're we're having a soft opening per se um, next week. Um, but they're going to be really? working on the interior exhibits. So I'm thinking by January, by the end of the year, we should have the interior exhibits completed. So oh, but but when, it's still but when you come to visit in November, we'll be sure to take you by there. Oh, my gosh. We've been there before, like when it first started happening. Um, mm-hmm. Was it last year, February? Like we well, broke out over, of our. Yeah. Yeah. It's been over. You know, we always been... kept coming in July was our time to see Natchitoches every year. And then all of a sudden we did a February like, hello, we're on our way through. And Arlene's <laughs> like, you you, you got to stop longer than a meat pie. Um, so we did. And we had Mexican food and meat pies <laughs> and, and, you know, had fun on the river. But, um, you know, it, it, it is interesting to me when we went to see the depot and we went over to the cemetery, which, by the way, October, like that's a good time to visit a cemetery. And this American Cemetery is the oldest cemetery in the state, I believe, right? Uh, Arlene, well, it's, it's one of the oldest in the whole Louisiana Purchase Territory. Oh, and, and every first Friday of every month. So, um, in October, which will be, I think it's October seventh, um, or October sixth, um, Scotty Williams from the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, he does a, a walking tour at the American Cemetery. And it's mm. very informative and very interesting. So he'll be doing the cemetery mm. tour at the American Cemetery on October the 6th. And and everyone, I'm going to link in the show notes uh, to Natchitoches.com uh, so you get all the event information. That is your hub to plan your visit to Natchitoches. And then I'll link to our interview with Scotty um, when he talked about um, the cemetery because, I mean, he really... I mean, he loves that cemetery and he, he is like the caretaker. I feel like he should be like the guardsman of the cemetery. And, um, he, he's, he just, it was so much information. It was so fascinating, the conversation. So hopefully we'll see him in November, but, um, you know, going back this history, I mean, you've got the cemetery, you've got all this history, you've got the brick roads, right. And that's something you've got the civil rights trail. So 
when that is being unveiled at the depot, which we did actually get to see, and that is a beautiful building. And I love that it's going to be, you know, it's in the downtown district. Is that still part of the historic uh, district block like yes. that actual? Okay. Yes. Which on, is great. It's kind of on 6th Street. So it's towards the back end of the historic district. And it's obviously right by the railroad tracks because it was the train depot. Uh, it was originally opened in 1927, I believe it was. So it's coming up on a 100-year-old building. But it is a beautiful architectural masterpiece, mm. you know, that, that we're just so excited that they have finally, after 40 years, been able to put it to use, to good use, and making it part of the Cane River Creole National Historical Park Visitor Center. Yep. It's. I think it's great because if you go to town, like I always say, if you can go do the walk with the National Heritage Area mm-hmm. and um, do the, the, you know, they take you around, they tell you the history because it's so in-depth. The history is multifaceted in Natchitoches because it is so old um, yet it, and full of charm. And, you know, you go around and, and you'll really get to understand the history and you have someone who can answer questions and put it in a way that if you're like me, sometimes my brain shuts off. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not that smart. And then I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. I got it when I went around with them. They make it so alive. And when you're walking the streets, that sounds bad. But when you're walking the streets of Nacogdoches, really, you start to really understand what went down and envision it. And then you'll understand more about what no man's land is like, uh, what the Louisiana purchase is about. Um, mm-hmm. They really do an amazing job. And there's so much history and architecture to experience that. I think I love that the depot is going to be the visitor center for the National Park Service because uh, actually Cane River Creole National Historical Park is two units. Um there's a magnolia plantation and Oakland plantation. So kind of makes sense that they have this headquarters and is Cane River Creole, uh, Cane River National Heritage Area instrumental in this too, Arlene, for yes, them to be kind are. of united. Yes. The Cane, the Cane River, uh, national, the Cane River National Heritage Area is, uh, falls under the National Park Service, uh, under the Department of Interior for the national parks and such. So yes, they are involved in this. Um, they'll be helping with the exhibits and such, but it's a wonderful tourism partnership that we all share and we're all very proud of to take part in. And when it comes to that being part of the Civil Rights Trail, is it because of the plantation history? that it puts it there as well as like Melrose as well, Melrose plantation, which I know we'll talk about today. The exhibits at the train station are going to be based on local people, given their oral history and their personal experiences during the civil rights movement movement and coming in and out of the train station and some things that happened during that time at, you know, around the train station area, but during the civil rights movement. Yep. Oh, so there's going to be an actual exhibit, not just here's your plaque. Yes, your... they will have. No, it'll be it'll be a visitor center. They'll have an educational component where they'll have exhibits and ter- where you can, you know, for interpreters uh, to, you know, kind of give some stories and, and some backstories and then use it also for um, for small meeting space or, you know, it's just going to be a, a, a mixture of, of things in addition to the National Park headquarters for the Cane River in their administrative offices for the Cane River Creole National Historical Park. I love this. This so is going to so be exciting. a mixed use building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I, you know, Nancy and I are excited about it. And, and I'd love that you're going to have um, an actual exhibit that goes with the civil rights trail and, mm-hmm. 
more than a plaque. You know what I mean? That people can really understand the and when history. When we get closer and, to the actual opening, we can maybe do a show on that and invite the, the new superintendent. Of um, course. So that way they can give us some more specifics about some of the actual exhibits and the history. Well, we've done some history uh, shows as well. Um, um, we've done some uh, Black History shows. Remember, we yes. did that just yep, this year. So, uh, Black History Month. I will link it all in the show notes, everyone. Just go check <laughs> it out, y'all. I'll just say y'all now because, you know, Arlene's on the show. But we also have an, another amazing guest joining us. And I'm excited about this because we have talked about Taptober on every fall show since this event happened. And now finally we get to have someone join us to talk about it. And we have Haley Errington join us, joining us. Uh, Taptober is happening October 7th in Natchitoches. So welcome to the show, Haley. How are you? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and get to talk a little bit about Taptober. I listen, you, 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 I mean, I just wish we were there. I'm just like, can we go there now? Because this is Taptober is like a wine and beer festival and you got Tracy Lawrence. Am I right? Like the Tracy Lawrence coming to town? That's correct. Dude. I know you're not a dude, but you dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. We are pretty it's, excited about it. Oh, so is it five years that it's been going? This is the fifth year um, for Tap wow. Tower. Yeah. Wow. So and every year I think it gets years. a little bigger and a little better in my personal opinion. <laughs> Well, it's sounding like it, but I, you know, before we get into it, to like how many beers you can have and how much music you can listen to, this is actually a nonprofit um, venture, yes. right? The Taptober is put on by the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center Foundation, and it is actually a fundraiser for our cancer center. And um, just... In the past, the festival has funded the purchase of a new van um, to help our patients get to and from um, their appointments. And so oh, wow. um, every year we continue to support, you know, um, care for our patients and access to care right here at home. Oh, wow. So you have a van that so if someone is elderly, doesn't drive and maybe their families in New Orleans or, you know, Shreveport or something this van can help them go to their medical appointments. Is that how it yes, works? It, it helps transport our cancer patients to and from their appointments if they do not have transportation. And so is this cancer mostly? Um, yes. The fa- yes. It supports our cancer center and any initiatives we have currently, we are in the process of raising money to um, get a PET scanner for our cancer center. So that's one of the things that um, this festival will support. What is a PET scanner? A PET scanner is used to detect cancer. Um, it is a higher image quality and actually um, can really focus in on um, detecting cancer, you know, smaller cancers. So it's just a um, technology upgrade for us. Yeah. So it's not, so we can't bring our dogs. Like, is that what you're saying? Not that kind of pet. Yes. Okay. I know Arlene, just her ears perked up right there. I know, right, Arlene? You're like, ooh, there's a dog involved, but... But I, I can't, you know, this is so interesting about how technology has changed for cancer, right? Um, and, and, you know, we hear about mammograms and then don't do it and yes, do it. And so is it getting better, do you think, in what, what technology is doing that maybe not be so invasive and, and get better results? I know we've talked about this actually on some shows about AI helping. What do you think? Um, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think, um, for us, we just are focused on providing, you know, 
care for our patients here in town so they don't have to leave Natchitoches to go out and get these scans. Yeah. And um, nowadays, you know, to get a PET scan, currently patients are having to wait two and three weeks. And, you know, when you've been diagnosed or oh. potentially diagnosed with cancer, two or three weeks seems like an eternity to get a diagnosis, yeah, yeah. to get a That's plan scary. for treatment. So this, um, you know, if we could get this here, it would definitely cut back on oh. the wait times and speed up the process. And then even driving somewhere, you want to be home. You know what I mean? When stuff's yes. going down, you want to feel cozy and, and in, in your community, I think. And um, I, I, I love what you're doing. I love this. And so this this festival has been going on. Well, it's, it's one night, right? Um, it's downtown Natchitoches, right? Listen, downtown Natchitoches is the party spot. It is. Um, you've got actual downtown with the shops and everything. But downtown on the riverfront is where it's happening. So um, I hear you have beer, football, and wine. We have wine, too, now. That's right. Not just beer. That's right. And it's actually, it's an all-day festival, and it is a family-friendly festival, even though we say it is a, you know, beer and wine festival. Um, We have a kid's zone that's free for any kids to come. There's jumpies. There's a a mechanical bull. We have yard games. Um, So there's something for everyone. We have food trucks. It's just a great day to spend in downtown Natchitoches. So when does Tracy Lawrence hit the stage? So Tracy Lawrence actually closes out the festival. So he will go on stage at 830. Arlene, are you going to be there? I know yes, Arlene's I'll music. I'll be in town. I, there. I know. I'll be there. Oh, <laughs> I know she's going to be there. Well, you know what? I think that's really cool. And I love that you're doing like a fun event, you know, because I think you can't, it's hard to raise awareness about needs like cancer, right? Because nobody wants to look at the things that are scary. Right. And at the same time, what you're doing with this, you know, having like a, a PET scan and uh, the, the technology that goes with that, the PET scanning technology um, is really amazing to do. How much money do you need to raise? Like what, how many people do you want downtown <laughs> to make this happen? And I mm-hmm. love that, by the way, that it's, it's, the funds are staying local, right? Is this money that comes in from the beer purchases? It's a free festival for kids, but like, how does the money thing happen? And, and what, how much do you want? So first of all, you know, we could not do it without our sponsors. We have, you know, some really great community sponsors who support the event and they do it because they support the cause. They, you know, support our foundation. So without them, it wouldn't be possible. And then yes, um, you know, ticket sales is another way that we, um, raise money from the from the event we hope that we pack the downtown riverbank we would love to see between two and three thousand people in attendance and i don't think that that is out of reach arlene what do you think i think two, that's three thousand oh yeah i think you got oh yeah you got Very, yeah that's, you got that's, family games it's family friendly you got tracy lawrence you got wine you know you've got football on the screen too you got yep. beer. I mean, this is sounding like, and it's perfect weather time, you know. So thetappedtober.com is the website to go to. Haley, am I right on the website? Thetappedtober? Yes. And you can find um, a link to purchase tickets there. You can find detailed schedules of the day, um, all, the, all the good stuff. Oh, man, this is cool. I just love what you're doing. And, and the fact that it stays local, right? I think even visitors coming to town want to be part of a community, you know, part of travel is that you want to be, you want to hang with the locals. And if you can support the locals in some way and have a good time, Arlene, right? This is good tourism, right? It's, Absolutely. It's Absolutely. One of the 
One of the best ways. Um, Arlene, I do want to go back on a little bit of music here. Um, I do believe, I know we're recording this a few days, you know, before we air on the third Tuesday, but what's going on with Jim Croce? Like you got, you got an exhibit or what you got? Like what's going on? What's well, going on? Next week will be the 50th anniversary that Jim Croce played his last concert here in Natchitoches, Louisiana. What? Yes, at Northwestern State University. And unfortunately, after that concert, his plane crashed and he died. But at the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame and Northwest Louisiana History Museum, they're going to be doing a salute to Jim Croce. Uh, it's photographs and memories. And um, so they're just they have a, a documentary that uh, Northwestern State University has put together. Uh, it's titled uh, The Night That the Music Died. And they're going to have performance by a local musician, uh, Billy O'Conn, who's going to perform some of some, uh, Jim Croce songs. And we have a lot of locals that were actually students at Northwestern at that time that attended his last concert. So um, so we're just going to be doing a salute to Jim Croce. And, and um, you know, who doesn't love, love a little Leroy Brown and Tyler yeah. and all that good music? That he left us with. So. And you're going to be there for that too, right? For <laughs> <I> now <know> it. <laughs> you know now listen, I, I really don't mean to be weird, um, in saying this at all. Um, but it is interesting, you know, the Jefferson Highway, right? We have to bring this back. We always bring up the Jefferson Highway on these shows now. You uh -huh. know, the, the Jefferson Highway is a historic highway started in 1915 that goes from Winnipeg, Canada to New Orleans. And Natchitoches is one of the key spots. Arlene is the one who got us all into this. And now we have a Natchitoches show every fourth Thursday. And We've been traveling it. We've gotten mosquito bites in uh, lake areas in the summer and had the best time. Um, but what I find is, it, I, and, and again, I, I'm not trying to be, you know, weird. But how interesting you just were in, you were in Iowa and you were right there where the surf ballroom was and right. the site where the, the big bopper really went down. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. So you're talking about like two major plane crashes with musicians on this historic Jefferson. And I, again, I'm really not being heartless, um, but I find it like you better all start driving instead of flying. But no, I'm just kidding. But um, and I don't mean it that way, but I'm just saying, isn't that wild? The music history, like how yeah. connected that yep. many miles. Like Right, right. Now, and you know, that's, that was some great music, you know, that Buddy Holly and, and those guys left behind mm -hmm. and even Jim Croce. Richie Valens, Big Bopper. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yep. They left us with some good music. I mean, um, just, you know, we're thankful for, for the, for the music that they left for us, you know? Yeah. I just find it interesting. Like that history, that shared history just, it is always weird to me, like how things happen, that synchronicity is the word. Mm -hmm. That's a positive, that's a positive word. And good music, like you're saying. And I did not know that about, I think you might have told me about Jim Croce, though. Um, and, but you've had Johnny Cash, you keep telling me about all these people, like, you know, Fats oh, Domino right. playing Blueberry right. Hill. Like, I'm going, that's right. Everybody's well, played Johnny in Cash used to at come fishing point. here on Cane River. I mean, back in the day, he would be out here fishing on Cane River with Johnny Horton. So, uh, yeah, we got some yeah. pictures of that too. So, 
When are you going to have an exhibit of the music of Natchitoches? I kind of feel that needs to happen. And then Tracy Lawrence can be in there, right, Haley? We could (laughs) add Tracy Lawrence for playing there at Tabtober, you know, Tab Benoit for being at, uh, oh, come on. Like, that's right. You were here when he was inducted into the. Mm -hmm. the Hey, I got to tell you a funny story because speaking of music, you know, Lainey Wilson performed here in. Nice, amazing. The girls well, a couple kicking, of them but... are different festivals over the years, but we knew mm-hmm. her before she was real famous. I know she's Louisiana. She is a and she's a good girl. Like she is like awesome. She's, like she's, she's killing she's it. She's down she's... home, um, yeah. honest, pure, and just like and she's she was at the Rose Bowl parade with you, right? She rode on the float with us for Louisiana and the Rose Parade, and so happy to hear last week that she was nominated for historic nine. Nice, yeah, yeah, but she's good and she's on like still like so genuine. down to earth, yeah, 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 down to earth. That's exactly the word. So, like, down to earth, like, yeah, and <laughs> um, she's so awesome. She did, she did a uh, a duet with Lucas Nelson, who has been on our show, Willie Nelson's son, mm-hmm. and um, they were so cute and funny. And I was like, ooh, what's going on with those two? But then I found out. Now she's got a fiance and stuff, you know. She finally like spills the beans. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on with these two now?" Ooh, he's got some love interest there because the you know the video is kind of like ooh, but no, she's she's she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. But I love that. I you know I think that um, Louisiana puts out some good music. You can't beat it. And Natchitoches, you know, you're in it too. You know. I, right. I want people to know that it goes beyond New Orleans, uh, Louisiana music. And I think it's like Mississippi where Mississippi blues, right? It's not just Mississippi blues or Chicago blues or Louisiana blues. It's still different every place you go a little bit. It changes up a little bit, right? Wouldn't you say that, Arlene? As yeah, there's the, that's what they call the Mississippi blues trail. But you're right. Louisiana has all kind of genres of music. I mean, you know, from... Jazz and Zydeco and you know country with the Louisiana Hayride. I mean, you name it, we've got it. So, well, well I thought the Hayride was a Hayride. I only found out what the Hayride was until we went to that museum in the state park, the Rebel State Park. Um, yes. uh, is it Rubbling area on the way to Kissimmee uh-huh. National Forest? Yeah, I think it's Mark. And I thought the Louisiana and the Hayrides. Listen, I I watched all hee haw things one. New Year's Eve, like all night long. Like I did the whole every I think I've seen every hee haw thing and they kept talking about the Louisiana rides and they're sitting on hay. So I thought, oh, these people played music on listen, I'd come fresh out of Africa. So just people listening, don't give me that much flack. Don't email me about it. I had no clue. I didn't know who the Almond Brothers were when I got to this country and I played with one of the bass players in a band. So I still had to learn. Um so just saying but when I got here, like they were talking about the Louisiana hay rides, and I'm looking at hee haw, and they're all playing on hay bales and stuff. So I thought, oh, so they were just playing music in farms and stuff. And I had no idea what they, I didn't know, Arlene. You're too funny. You're too funny. But it's now, the truth. It's the now, truth. We have a lot and of you don't know until you on. go to the place, you know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> We've got some other things going on in October here in Natchitoches. If anybody wants to come visit, we've got some events going on down at Melrose. You've been to Melrose. Yes. And we've got uh, some things going on down in the Creole community, uh, the Creole Festival coming up in October. 
So um, the weekend of October the 13th through the 15th will be a very big weekend. Um, going on, we have the car show coming up at the end of September, September 29th. And then we've got a candlelight on the cane. It's a Friday night tour mm. uh, on Friday the 13th, you know, for the Association for Preservation Historic Natchitoches. They'll be doing some tours that Friday night. And then on Saturday and Sunday at Melrose, it's their fall festival, October 14th and 15th. And also down at Melrose on the 14th and 15th is the St. Augustine Creole Festival. So, so with the, uh, And so everybody, can you give everyone a little overview about when you talk about St. Saint Augustine in the Creole Festival, mm-hmm. like these are all parts of the Cane River National these Heritage all, Area. Melrose yeah. Plantation is like where Clementine Hunter, just for new listeners and that yes. may have not been yeah. to Natchitoches. Melrose um, actually was founded around 1833, uh, and it was founded by Marie-Therese Quanquan. She was kind of born in the household of St. Denis, where she grew up, and then she became a landowner, a former slave woman that had gained her freedom, and she became a landowner. And her family owned what was then Yucca Plantation, but it's now Melrose Plantation. But it became um, a big writer's uh, and artist colony. And so each year they have a big um, arts and crafts festival. And in the fall this year, second Saturday in October, they're going to have their fall festival with more arts and crafts out there. And um, just, you know, all kind of fun stuff, you know, food vendors and arts and crafts, tables for the kids and those types of things. And then and not far from Melrose Plantation is the Cane River um, Creole community where the church community started over 200 years ago. And that is St. Augustine Church. So they have a Creole festival each year on the same weekend. And uh, again, it was Marie Therese, Therese Quanquan's children that built the church and they built Melrose wow. Plantation um, over 200 years ago. And this is all part of the set of Steel Magnolias, the movie. Just saying. That's right. That's the church where the the wedding scene was filmed with Julia Roberts, where she got married, and uh, that was the church, uh, St. Augustine Church. But um, it's always on that Friday night. They always have a fish fry, and they have you know all kind of live music and all that. And then Saturday and Sunday, they have all the the Creole ladies out there making the meat pies and the gumbo. Oh my God, you talk about oh. some good cooking. <laughs> Real oh, good cooking. I, 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 you know, I also want to say too, um, you've got, um, you've, you've got the Natchitoches car show. So everybody 29th and 30th, that's happening on September mm-hmm. that people should re- be reminded of. But you've also got, you, like you're saying, the pumpkin glow. You've got all of these things happening. Um, and then just to give everyone a quick, overview christmas is coming like right after that right in november yep after no october hits november we turn on the lights on november 18th well they'll be on for about six weeks um through january the 6th of 2024 oh my gosh can Mm. you imagine already 2024 but our 97th annual natchitoches christmas festival season kicks off on november the 18th and uh, we'll have fireworks each saturday night um I don't know yeah. if you 
you know, just recently in this past several weeks, well, mostly most of the summer, we went for like over 50 something days with no rain. So we were in a burn, no, no burn, you know, a burn ban. Couldn't burn anything. No wow. I can't even anything. imagine that in your area because you're so humid. That's, that's wild. I'm telling you, you should see our lawns and our potted plants and everything is just, oh. so we don't even know if we're going to have fireworks this weekend because the burn ban is still in effect, but we're supposed mm. to have fireworks for the um, meat pie festival, but we don't think that that's going to happen because the burn ban, it's just not right. It's not safe. You know, it's just, you know, the time. Yeah, yeah, no, no. After, look, look, look at what happens in California and Arizona and yeah, yeah. Mexico, Canada. It's, it's safe to be there. I mean, things are changing in our climate. But, um, and that's something to, again, like before you go somewhere, um, like national parks and things like that, um, and really Cane River Creole National Historical Park, it, it, mm-hmm. you're pretty good. But just go to Natchitoches.com and, um, uh, before you travel and, uh, check out what's going on. And they have an amazing, friendly, awesome staff that will answer questions if you want to call them. Yes, people can still pick up the phone. Um, it, it still exists. And, um, still it's talk. a beautiful destination. Um, no matter what time of year you go, I don't care. Nancy and I've been going in the summer for years and even, you know, we're sweating. We're going, we're losing weight. Let's go like have another meat pie. It's okay. We're losing weight from sweating. Right. Um, it actually doesn't work that way, but we try to say that, but it's an amazing destination and fall's going to be, ex- we can't wait to be there, uh, for the beginning of the, the Christmas uh, celebrations. I mean, We've talked about it for years on the show. It's almost, we've almost been covering Natchitoches for um, 10 years now, believe it or not. Yep. Yep. Well, I sincerely hope that your listeners that are listening to this podcast do take a trip and take an opportunity to come to Louisiana and do come to Natchitoches and be pleasantly surprised and kick back and relax and enjoy it. And um, um, we can't wait. We can't wait to welcome them. Yeah, everybody, if you go to Nakedish.com, that's also the site for booking lodging. There's brand hotels, there's B&Bs, there's Airbnb, there's everything. There's everything there. So go to Nakedish.com, that's N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. And of course, keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Uh, we are here every third Tuesday talking about Natchitoches because we love Natchitoches and we can't wait to go back. And once you go, you're, you're going to have to go back. I promise you. Thanks so much, Arlene. And it's, it was great to have Haley on the show as well. So thank you for bringing her on. Uh, for that website, go to thetappedtober.com as well. So thank you so much. You take care. Thank you.